We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Presented by Under Armour and Sleeper Fantasy. Welcome to Light Years. Andy Lou, we are so back. We are so, so back. Now, uh, Warriors win 120-114 against the Clippers. Going to play the Clippers again in a couple of days. And I think this is interesting, not because they got a win and maybe they're going to turn it around and you know, we'll see like multiple games will tell us if that's a real thing i think it's interesting because no wiggins <laughs> by the way we'll talk about that in a minute yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah. no gp2 no chris paul three guys who are in the top seven eight of the rotation uh and i thought they looked more like the warriors tonight than they have the vast majority of the season. That's not to say that they don't look like the Warriors when those guys play, but like it just felt like a Warriors team and specifically young guys stepping up. Is this not what we expected to see all season, which was a deep roster, maybe not a ton of high-end talent, like kind of Stefan, but like 10, 11, 12 guys who can play? This is exactly that, and that is exactly – why I feel like this was one of the more impressive wins of the season. Um, look, man, I, I know the Clippers aren't great. I know they've got a bunch of old guys. I know they're on the second end of a back-to-back here or whatever. But when I watched this game, Samuel, I, I felt like this was Warriors basketball, right? They're playing with a ton of energy. They were trying to run the Clippers off the floor, out hustling the Clippers. They kept their system pretty simple tonight. No bullshit. Kind of just gave the ball to two, three guys that can actually dribble and have them make decisions only turned the ball over seven times, right? That was something that it seemed like they were hyper-focused on. And I thought they played really good, smart defense. Part of that is Draymond actually stayed on the floor. They played 30 <laughs> minutes tonight, right? Like, okay, thank you. Chocolate. Thank you. Helps. Um, yeah. <laughs> right. And so, I, you know, I thought everyone was locked in. Steph had a couple of bad ones. But other than that, like, one bad one that he had to close the half, Steph on the ball tonight was unbelievable. And then, to me, to me, Sam, I know it's 11 23 11 30 23 so i know it's steph clay and draymond's night i thought all of them played really well but to me the story of tonight was the three guys on i won't say the second timeline but the three younger guys that i feel are the most ready to play played very well tonight and that was pajemski 
Moses Moody, especially Pajemski and Moody. And then the third one was, was Kaminga, right? Who has one of these games every, every week or every couple weeks. And tonight it felt like he was, he knew he was going to play 25 minutes and he said he was going to go out there and ball out. So Sam, that was the story to me. Those three guys were amazing. I know it's, and that's kind of, that's kind of where I'm at. Like Steph is a God. I think he finally got the turnovers under control a little bit tonight. And that's, that's great. But just, and Draymond, you know, <laughs> wow. Shocker. Don't get yourself kicked off the court. You can actually help the team a little bit. Yep. Right. Um, and even I'll give Clay some credit. Clay came alive at the uh, end of the th- really the early fourth for them, and they needed it because they were they couldn't find offense for a moment there. Uh, and and Clay, uh, it looked like a I don't want to say vintage Clay game, but like he did exactly what you expect, which was um, provide that secondary scoring punch when they needed it, right? Uh, but the story of the game was the three young guys. And should we start on pods a little bit? Because, look, man, I liked him at Santa Clara, and I kind of threw out there that I liked him. And when the Warriors picked him, it was a lot of, do they really need another guard who's 20 years old? I would be lying if I said I thought he'd be this ready to play this quick. You know? Like, (laughs) he does not look like a player who is in his 19th NBA game you know, less than 20 games in the pros and an early leaving a mid-major type of guy. Like, I think it's I think it's highly impressive is, is where I'm at with it. He plays each game like it's an NBA Finals game. And, and, it, it, and I don't get to see him play enough because he doesn't get to play enough, right? But sure. it is amazing to me. It blows my mind every single time. It's not that he's more athletic, but he plays at a different speed than other guys. He gets to the ball faster. He inbounds the ball faster. He closes out faster. He got eight rebounds tonight, so he's quicker just straight up to the ball. It's not even hustle stuff, dude. Eight rebounds is eight rebounds. Tonight, Kaminga had six rebounds. If, if Wiggins had eight rebounds, we'd be like, oh, my fucking God. But that's just kind of par for the course when Pajemski's playing 30 minutes a game, right? And then, obviously, he can shoot. Fitz talked about that they want him to shoot more. I, I think <laughs> my take I don't want to take it there yet, but my take is that he should just he should just play backup point guard. They don't. <laughs> so they haven't played. They haven't. They haven't played him at point guard yet. I know, which is annoying. They they play him as kind of a secondary ball handler. I think my take is he should play with Steph more, honestly, because mm-hmm. like uh, Jordan Poole two years ago was awesome next to Steph because he was you know at some point defenses will just go like you know. Fuck it. We're not letting that guy beat us. And then, you know, someone else has to make a play. So it's nice to have a guy on the court who can make a play next to Steph. Uh, and and Poole did that for an extended period of time. And then, you know, things went south there. We don't need to get back into it. I don't think either of us yep. want to. Um, yep. Pod strikes me as kind of like that type of combo guard who can defend and play next to Steph and potentially, you know, uh, be that secondary release valve, which makes them unguardable. Because literally, if you have anyone who can be that release valve and put pressure on a defense around Steph, you can't guard. You can't guard the Warriors. You're going to either let Steph play one on one, which I'll take my chances if yeah. I'm the Warriors. I mean, right? he did at the end of the game tonight, and he was great. Yeah. So I, I don't know, but I, I I I don't disagree with you. I it would be worth like if. CP3, it, it sounds like it's probably going to be a couple games, not much more than that, but maybe it's three or four, you know? 
perfect time to experiment. See what it looks like when Pods runs point. Yeah. yeah. Let, well, let's get back to the games. But the final thing, like, let's get. But like long term, I'm just thinking about it, and it's Sam. I'm just like excited. I'm just like, well, like this is the kid that looks like he could be playing some of those minutes that Chris Paul is playing. He doesn't really make mistakes. He he. It might make that contract worth looking at come trade deadline. But anyway, this is a guy that yeah. uh, it just it amazes me that he's. Like we talk so much about Kaminga and Moody having to play minutes, and they should get played. They should be played more, more minutes, and I think Moody tonight could have done that again. But I think when you look at someone like Pajemski, he's just so good that he's just gonna have to close. Like in a game like this, I don't know if Steve Kerr was gonna close with with Pajemski when he came into this game tonight. I, I doubt it. I doubt he was going in thinking that he would. But he watched the game, and and like everyone else, you watch Pajemski, and you're like, he Steve. should close. Shout out Steve watching the game for once. And not going with his rigid rotations. Like, I, I'm being facetious, but, like, last game was the epitome of oh, nothing that happened on the court was going to change your mind with what you were doing with your rotations. Yeah. And tonight, it was, I'm going to play what's working on the floor. And clearly, Pajemski was working, you know? Yeah. So, I, 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 that's all I'm asking. All I'm asking is, play what's on the court a little bit, play the hot hand, play who's working. You know, some nights that'll be Kuminga. Some nights that'll be Pajemski. Most nights it'll be Steph Clay, Wiggins, and and Clay, you know. But, like, just play <laughs> the Checo Steph in the hot hands. Honestly, reward guys if they play well. I don't think it's a revolutionary concept I'm throwing out there. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's not. I mean, I think Clay played for 34 minutes today. I mean, it's, it's a ton of minutes. He, By the way, kind of move on to him a little bit, uh, but he he was someone that I think uh, was really good defensively on the ball, right? I think he did very well against, against Kawhi. I thought it was pretty funny. Uh, it reminded me a little bit of that Toronto series. Yeah. Uh, as that series went along, if you remember, Clay was doing a number on Kawhi, and uh, I think it started to become an advantage for the Warriors there before he... Uh, it helps. Hey, hey, hey man, he's he's got he's got just as many torn torn ligaments they as, uh, <laughs> as as Clay. So it's an even fight. Kawhi it's looks slow, fight. huh? I, I know they've played a lot of games here uh, yeah. lately. The Clippers, but man, Kawhi looks. Uh, yeah, but the, he could still hit shots. So. I know, I know. He's still very good. I know the last few games he's he's still very good. But I just I can't imagine that that's someone that's. Uh, that's uh, still great in a playoff setting or can make it through a series in a playoff setting. But hey, just one shout out, Clay. I feel like he's been he's been through a bunch of shit, at least from himself. It looks like he's still in his head a little bit. I know I've been frustrated watching him a lot. Um, I think I was frustrated watching him in the last game uh, against the Kings, just some of the shots that he was taking. But I think it was pretty obvious tonight he was forcing himself not to take. Like it's not about it's for Clay, it's not about like the shooting percentage. It's not about it's it's more about like can you just take the good shots right? I get taking the the heat check shots, but some of the shots that he shot last game was just you, hey, you let's gotta just, hit you gotta hit a couple in a row before you can justify heat check. And I and I think tonight he <laughs> really forced himself to say, look, man, if this really isn't a good time for this shot, even if it's open, right? He had this one where he had a wide open one on the baseline. He dribbled and got Moody a dunk, right? Kind of near the end of the game, and you're just yeah. like. I mean, that's it's look, it's I you know he's one of the greatest shooters of all time, but it is really nice to see him do that. And hopefully, I don't know, hopefully he keeps keeps doing it moving forward. Do you think I want to ask you about Kaminga? Do you think he played a better game today because Wiggins didn't play? I'm gonna roll it back, I'm gonna flip it back on you. 
Mm-hmm. If that were true, I think that doesn't really speak highly of him and his future as a basketball player. Cause it's a fair, it's a fair point. I, cause <laughs> my, my theory is I feel like half of his issue is he's in his own head about like, I make a single mistake. I get pulled, right? It, it's not about like, you know, uh, Wiggins personally or GP two personally. It's more like, I feel like when they're not out there, I have the space to play and play free. Right. Uh, and, and one could question if that's a coaching thing too, but anyway, they don't play. He plays better. The chat mentions it. And it's, it's a true. fair point. His best stretch last year was without Wiggins. Um, I think we all have this idea that like, oh, depth in the roster, they can mix and match, blah, 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 that sort of thing. But it it takes kind of the human element a little bit out of it because it's not easy for every player to do that. Like, yeah, Gary Payton the second doesn't care because he's he's like a grinder out of the G League. He's like, throw me out there and make a play. Pajemski apparently doesn't care. He apparently has the same mindset, but not everyone does. Like Kuminga, I would throw Wiggins in here too. Another guy who needs to like feel his game before you get the best out of him a little bit. And it's a little, it's tricky. Like let's call it, let's call it what it is because you have a bunch of talent, but it's not easy to get the best out of them in every setting. Um I, I, same with Moody, right? Moody doesn't really need that. I think he could just get in there and just, just shoot, right? Last more, game. More so, yeah. Going back to last game, I mean, he just, he wasn't going to play. They said that Steve Kerr told him he was out of rotation. He goes in and he just, he just gets 11 straight points, right? So I'm with you. I, the thing is, I agree with you. I think he does play better when he knows he's going to play. I just don't think that's, look, man, like, I don't, there's no path forward for you then, like, there's just no path forward if that's the case. If you really, if you're going to say you need 25 minutes a game and you need a rotation spot or a starting spot in order to play, I just, that's just not going to happen with the Warriors. And I think we can argue to our faces, Blue, whether that's fair or unfair, right? Because I still think Wiggins and Clay are better than Kaminga. So I think they should be getting 30 minutes anyway. But I, I just, so I don't know. I just don't know what to say. If that's the case, um, I would just, it's just not good for him long moving forward, which why, which is why I feel Moses Moody and Pajemski are just way more Warriors as type of players. They're just used to being role players, man. And, and Kaminga just hasn't proven himself to be a star player. They are trying to fit him in as a role player, and he's not. And then he doesn't have the mentality. It's tough for him. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things where you look at the roster and you're like, man, if you can flip some combination of these players for a different type of player, now we're cooking. Now we're, you know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's kind of what it comes down to where I'm like, I like them all individually. I think most of them can help the team. And I wonder if Kuminga and Wiggins uh, and everything they have going is a long-term recipe in my mind. I thought Kuminga was the swing piece. Cause I thought the lineup that was going to be the warriors, like championship lineup was going to be Steph yeah. clay. Wiggins, Kuminga, Draymond, you know, kind of similar makeup to the death lineup of the past. I don't know. I don't know if that's going to be a thing. You know, I, I there's too many. I, I don't know if Wiggins or Kuminga are good enough passers to make it work, honestly. is really No, it's, down it's, to. it's not going to be like, a thing. And, and that's why that's that, that position right there, because you would think Moody's not good enough to play at that closing role. Well, it's, right? it's just to a win a championship. A little too small. Exactly. A little too small to go. Like, you, you would think, like, the 268 ultra athletic wings are the way you want to go with it. And so they're kind of in this position where it's like, I like 10, 11 of these players individually, but I'm not sure they have 
the correct combinations to go forward. Because can, can we just be honest? Like Looney and Dre is not going to work long term, not in the playoffs. And what well, doesn't seem of, like it's working in the regular season now either, which is a little rough. It's shocking how long it's even worked. You know, like when you consider the fact neither of them are scores, they got a lot of mileage out of the fact those dudes are just smart. But I think the long term play is those dudes just like you stagger them, right? Like either it's one, you have one of them on the floor at all times. That helps your team. Maybe you play them a little bit together, but like it's not your combo, you know? Yeah, I think it's, it's, we're getting almost to the point that maybe Looney, who's, he's not been great this season. See, I don't know what it is because he doesn't look like he's, doesn't look like he's hurt, doesn't look like he's really, is he out of shape? Is he regressed in terms of, I mean, he's skill? playing, he's playing slow. So he's, he, yeah, but he, which I, so I think he's gotten, I think at some point they're going to have to get him out of the starting lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, and still probably, rebounding, probably get Sarge in there. Yeah. I mean, it's probably what they should do. I mean, that's that's probably their best bet. I and think that's it'll a, make things. Mm. And that's what and like it, that's a short term solution, right? Like for this season, a, I mean, I think that they'd have to go a, with that, a, though. It's the best you got for the next month. Or you two, giving me right? Siakam at the trade yeah, deadline? Yeah. I mean, then, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's it. I think the other thing I want to talk about in this game is uh, Chris Paul. It's just one game. But they did look better without my guy, the point guard. We were going to go there, or is it a little early? Well, I think, and and where I went with Pajemski is that I think with with how he's played and the way that the Warriors want to want to play, and they only turn the ball mm-hmm. over seven times. I start to think about what the trade deadline means and what the Warriors should be packaging because everyone's coming to me or coming to you or coming to anyone, everyone else, and saying. Well, we got to package up Clay's contractor. We got to look at trading Wiggins. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, dude, you're not really going to win a cha- and and Clay hasn't been great, but you're not really going to win a championship getting Clay off this team if they even want to get Clay off this team. He's still a good player and still a great fit next to Steph, next to Draymond, the guy that you want to trade, the guy that makes the most sense. And I know the rumors are, have been bringing this up is CP3. And you watch a game like this, and you watch Pajemski, and you watch what he can do at the backup point slash two guard with Corey fucking Joseph. But I'm pretty content with those guys, Sam. If you can package up CP3, and then we just talked about Kaminga. It's a good win tonight. You know, whatever. I just I just think of those things, right? When you talk about what they can do without CP3 because CP3 is not it's really also, what they need, which is what I've been it's trying also, to say. It's also just a feel thing. Like, they play fast. They move the ball. Chris Paul comes in. He slows it down. You know, it's like it's it's a fit thing, right? Like they play different styles of basketball. I I don't I haven't looked up the numbers, but I guarantee, but I feel very confident saying Clay shoots worse with Chris Paul on the floor. You know, like all that stuff kind of adds up a little bit. So they all they also go to so small when they close a the game. I mean, like Chris Paul would have closed tonight, and it's just like I never liked it, and and, and partly I kind of just blame Steve. It's just like, or even the players, honestly, not even Steve, like the players. I'm sure they want it. It's just like. Guys, you got to know that you can't close games with Steph, CP3, and Clay. I tried to say this from the moment that, that you can't. You, you just can't do it. I'd ra- just, rather just throw Kaminga out there, who's just bigger. Steph, just handle the fucking ball and don't turn it over. It's not that hard. Like, he did that tonight. Steph, you're, you're one of the greatest, if not the greatest, point guard of all time. You don't need to play off ball all the fucking time. Stop it. Stop it. Right? So it's just, if, if CP3 comes back, I just, 
and he's playing again. He's, they're going to close with him. They're going to play him 32 minutes. Sam, I just, I've had enough. I, I've always had enough with this, but, you know, whatever. I just also didn't know Pods was going to be this great. You know, you were right on that one. You know, I had no idea. I, I had no idea he could play basketball like this. It's unbelievable. So, I mean, he's, I, again, I liked him in college, but this is all ahead of schedule. So it's not like, even like he played at Duke, right? Like, it's not even like he played. Yeah, that's the thing. Other, Mid you know. major players are good in the NBA all the time. Steph Curry being the obvious example. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, you don't expect it to just hit this quick for a guy that young. So um, we'll, we'll see where it goes. But like Mike Dunleavy, good first draft pick. Give him that. You know what? Yeah. Go, go, go. We didn't even talk about it, but Wiggins <laughs> missed tonight's game. Laughing? He, I don't think it's funny. You think it's you think it's funny, Sam? I think it's fucking funny. I think it's hilarious. You don't think it's funny how he hurt his finger? How do you hurt his finger? Give give it to us for the people that don't know that are going to be listening. Andrew Wiggins hurt his finger, missed tonight's game. Because he slammed his car door on the finger this morning. Short-term thing, not expected to be an extended period of time that he misses. Slammed car finger, epitome of a uh, idiot injury. I don't know what else you want to say. <laughs> Flashes of Monte Ellis. Uh, I know Monte Ellis was a serious injury, but uh, just a very unserious. It's been very. It's a very. It's been a very unserious start for Andrew Wiggins this season, and I think this adds to it. Um, what is the dumbest? <laughs> I don't know. What is the dumbest thing you've ever done? Oh, you go first. I've got a lot. You go first. Uh, let's see what st- I got. A long list of stories. Okay. All right. I got one for you. I got. Okay. One. I have one holster. This was when I was a little kid. So uh, I got a couple, but this this one's. Um, this one's not, not, it's kind of funny. So I was a little kid, I was like maybe eight years old or something like that. And I was at Target running around and, uh, and I was a kid of super energetic. So I was always, always running around at, at whatever. So I got lost and know where my mom and dad were. So I started panicking, going crazy. And I ran across and I don't, I swear I don't know how this happened, but I ran across like a clothes hanger, like a, like a clothes hanger and it tore into my scalp. And so I just ended up bleeding. And back then, you know, back then with stitches, they had to staple you, right? This is like, and this is like what, 1999 is what I'm saying, right? They had like to staple the shit together. And I was a little fucking kid. So I was like, yo, they're fucking stapling this, this shit. Uh, it hurt like fuck. But that was one of the dumbest injuries I've, I've ever had in my life. Uh, suffice to say, I've never lost my mom and dad again at a shopping mall. So you had your skull stapled. Things make sense. Things make a lot of sense right now. <laughs> Oh, all right. How about you? <laughs> Dumbest thing I've ever done. I'm going to go with one when I was 18. I, uh, you were drunk. I, no, no, it's a sober one. Oh, um, wow. I was, uh, dribbling a basketball and I kind of tried to leave Costco with it. And then I got stopped by security and they called my mom saying I was trying to shoplift, told me I could never get a Costco card for the rest of my life. Wow. So, I thought I was going to jail. It's, it's just epitome of idiot move. <laughs> Wait, so are you are you ever do you have a Costco card today? I haven't tested getting a Costco. Oh card. my god! So you just use Joanna's? You just you guys go and use her <laughs> Costco card? That, that is not... wow! <laughs> that is amazing. 
That is way better than my story. There is no way uh, the chat thinks there's no way Costco keeps track of that. I, I'm gonna yeah, to- I, 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 I'm gonna have to agree with them too. But they <laughs> shook, they shook me for 20 years. I didn't even try. Oh my you know, god. whatever. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. Wow. Shout out to Costco security. I don't fuck around, man. They put the fear of God I mean, in I, you. I, 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 it's a basketball. It's not that big a deal. Oh so. man. Whatever. Uh, I tried to spin move my way out of security and I got caught. <laughs> hey, I had the somebody, I had the Costco hot dogs the other day and they tore my stomach up, man. Delicious, but man, that stuff will mess you up. Oh, uh, shout out to Costco. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> shout out to Costco. That reminds us, we got to get to our Under Armour matchup of the week, Andy. Let's go. Let's go. I think it's pretty clear. Matchup of the week is they play the Clippers in two days. They play the Clippers Saturday morning. Saturday 11, sorry, Saturday 1 p.m. They play the Clippers, which is a trap time. I will know that this team is potentially for real if they can win that one. Because they beat them tonight, but they played the Clippers on a back-to-back. Yep. We're feeling good. We're kind of bearing the back-to-back part as we're talking about it. Yeah. Go to L- go to L.A., beat them again. Then I will start believing a little bit more. In yes. You right now. The real Under Armour, uh, Under Armour Curry brand matchup is, is the Warriors against the L.A. Nightlife. And we talk about this every season. But it really is the matchup, man. I, I know Paul George, he'll, sh- he'll shoot out of his funk. James Harden's is... As, as whatever, as James Harden does ever, and Kawhi is Kawhi. But the real matchup, Samuel, is what happens Friday night when the Warriors get to L.A. What happens Friday night? Because if they are coming out locked in in, in Saturday afternoon and, and it's not a 15-point deficit after eight minutes, I will know like, they are ready to roll. If I see, if I see photos of Kuminga with sunglasses on at 11 in the morning rolling into the arena... <sighs> You know, I'm just going to say it's not time yet. They're not ready to get serious just yet. <laughs> um, let me finish this off. So that that's that's your uh, Curry brand Under Armour matchup of the week. Uh, do your thing. Change the game. So the Curry 11 future Curries are actually available now at currybrand.com. Before we get to the goons, I want to talk about, you know, what is today? 11, 30, 23 day coincidental that it falls this way, but like I was playing with it in my head, you know, the odds that you're going to get three players and it it works out with the year, the day, the month, the year, very little. Uh, And I feel like we should at least give a little, little thought to the core a little bit here. So I think it's pretty cool. Like it's been rough. I know I said at Thanksgiving, I think it's the last year we're going to see of everyone together. That may or may not be true. I don't know, you know, but uh, what if even if it is true, a decade of that level of success, uh, 12, 13 years together, that level of success, like we should uh just throw a little little love their way, right? I, I so I really want to do this segment tonight because th- this makes me very happy. Um, the Warriors have not made you and I the happiest this season, uh, but this makes me very happy tonight. Uh, these three guys after the game, you saw how happy they were. Um, I saw a tweet the other day um, when the when the Warriors lost that game against the Kings, and 
somebody I think I think uh, uh, KD's boy uh, basically was like, oh, it's 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 amazing that LeBron has outlasted the Warriors this long. And I'm just sitting there and I'm just like, has he? Because it is amazing to me that the Warriors through all of this, through all the winning and all the losing that they've done, they've done it together. Right, they've never had to go anywhere else when shit hit the fan. They're like, "Oh my god, I'm scared." Let me go somewhere else and, and ruin someone else's franchise and trade all their picks and and, and just have a great situation and, and not win anything over there. Now that they they stayed here and they played together and they've had the best chemistry. I know as long as as much as we talk about you know Steph trusts these guys maybe too much, but that's part of how why these things are so cool. Right, is that these guys have played together for a decade plus. And, and I think, you know, I disagree with you. I, I think these guys are going to play together for another three plus years. Um, and I think that's, and I think that's amazing, right? I think that's amazing. I think that's so much cooler than one dude that has cherry picked his way in his whole career only by the way, to end up with the same amount of fucking championships, yeah, the same you, amount. Have you weighed them? Did they mean more uh, based on proprietary metrics, which I made up. So <laughs> I know exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Argue against the wall about what means more to what means who. But like, you know, these guys have won the same. Hell, they've won more together. They've lost together. Losing together means something too, right? You can't always just win, win, win. Like these guys have been through so much of the bad together and the great. Like it's, I don't know. I, I agree with you there. I don't think enough credit's given to your ability to overcome adversity. Um, they basically achieved everything you could possibly achieve from 2015 through 2019. KD walks, Clay tears his knee. Clay then has a second, even a work. Do you remember the team they had in 2019? Yeah. Kai Bowman, the yeah. Pask Animal, Jeep <laughs> Sky uh, Bowman, uh, Glenn Robinson the third. We were literally arguing how mad we were that they didn't bring G- GR three back. Yeah, like that's yeah. like, um, Om- Omari Spellman, Marquise Chris. Do you know how many times we had pods where people are like, "Why don't they bring Marquise Chris back?" Like, you know, I mean, there were some dark times in there for a couple of years, and they stuck with it. Clay came back. Like, look, man. He's not the same player he was beforehand, but he's still good. They still stuck with it. Uh, And I think in some ways, to your point, the resilience after being through the down is more impressive than the rise. Uh, It is. I I, I was about to say anyone could do the rise, but they cannot because (laughs) – we just watched the Clippers. There's only one guy on that team who's been part of anything that matters. Yeah. So yeah. not everyone can do that. But if you want to talk about legendary all-time, get knocked down, go through some really dark stuff, and see how you respond to it. Um, yeah, the chat's just throwing out the names, like the laundry list Michael of Michael Mulder. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but look, look, they, they won a championship. They lost a 3-1 lead. They came back, recruited... One of the best players of all time, won two straight championships, blew out ligaments, right? Steph broke a hand. Draymond was, was I don't know what he was doing. He's getting ejected every other night. Then they come back and win another championship. I mean, come on. And actually, before that, they, they lost heartbreakers to the Clippers, right? And the Spurs, they lost before that first championship. They've been through all this stuff together, man, together. That is the coolest part of all of this. I think a lot about Clay's response to the media this week 
And, um, you know, you can watch it and you can be kind of like, dude, like you kind of look washed. You kind of look haggard and that sort of thing. But the flip side of it is pretend you're him. Pretend you've been through all the things he's been. Part of you has to be like, look, man, I really don't want to hear it from you guys because I've struggled for two weeks. You don't really know what it's like to do everything that's happened over the last couple. Like, I get what he's saying, you know, on that level. And I think it doesn't matter to me if they come back next year. It doesn't matter if this has three more years, like you said, or it's over right now. Like, they've, they're made men as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's kind of the way I'm always going to talk about it. Like, I, I don't know. It, it's, it, it's always, uh, it's always positivity with those three with me. Cause it's just kind of like, let's be honest. They move on to another era and you hope the next era achieves one fifth of what these guys did. You know, there, there, there's also no era in basketball today across any team that is it this, where this ever happens again. I mean, yeah. We just what are we, what are we seeing with? I think Memphis is a really good example of a team sure. that everyone thought was going to be the next. They team. look, they look they're promising, and right, yeah. they're they're a mess. And 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 right now, the up and coming teams are the Thunder, right, and then the Orlando Magic, the Minnesota Timberwolves, and we'll see with those guys. We'll see. Everybody's always going to say that these teams. Yeah, the chat throws in the Celtics. Celtics have been good they're for excited. a long time, but they've never won the championship, right? Like yeah. we will see. But what we've seen already with the Warriors is that we've seen the greatest trio of all time. We've seen Fitz. Fitz brought it up, and you know Fitz. We make fun of Fitz. I do too. But um, Fitz had a great line. He said, "He said we've seen them go through the greatest regular season ever and the greatest postseason ever. We've seen these guys do both. Freaking awesome, you know. We'll never see it again. We'll never see it again. Give them their due." All right, before we get to the goons, this week's Light Years podcast is brought to you by Sleeper. The NBA season, we are almost 20 games in, which means you got to do it now. The chance to 100x your cash on daily fantasy basketball. Basketball has never been more exciting, this is true, than it is now. With guys like Steph, LeBron, Luka, KD, but like Anthony Edwards, Shea Gilgis, Alexander, Devin Booker, all these up-and-coming, Tyrese Halliburton, all these up-and-coming superstars. So you can pick more or less on stats for these stars, like points, rebounds, Three-pointers, steals, double-doubles, all that fun stuff for a 100x payout on Sleeper. Get your picks right and you can win big. Use the promo code right there on the screen, Light Years, and you'll get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for detail. Currently operational in over 25 states. Check out Sleeper today. Uh, this week's Light Years podcast is brought to you up by AG1. I got a text this morning. I got a text this morning at a 5.46 a.m. Uh, from a oh, it wasn't, one... even, wasn't even me this time. <laughs> no, it was That's you. Usually... No, it was you. No, it was you with a powder with a powder that you sent to me. Maybe it was 7 p.m. the night before. But either way, you sent me a picture of you holding an AG1 ready to drink uh, because because Sam and I agree with you. It helps with your daily health. Helps with your energy. Uh, yes, there we go. That's the picture. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> AG1 is a foundational nutrition supplement that supports your body's universal needs like gut optimization, stress management, and immune support. Uh, since 2010, AG1 has led the future of foundation nutrition, uh, continuously refining their formula to create a smarter, better way to elevate your baseline health. AG1 is the supplement I trust to provide the support my body needs daily. 
if you take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash lightyears. That's drinkag1.com slash lightyears. Check it out. This week's Light Years podcast brought to you by Game Time. Sam, I was in New York and I wanted to catch my first ever Yankee Stadium game. Went to it last second. The app that I used to buy the tickets was Game Time because buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and the best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you will have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, all the above. The Game Time guarantee means you will always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or row for less, Game Time will actually credit you 110% of the difference. Snag the tickets without distress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use Light Years, L Y G H T Y E R S, for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Create an account and redeem code LIGHTYEARS for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, let's get to the goons a little bit. Ready to get to the goons? Let's go. If you want to talk, hit um, hit this, uh, the button in the middle of the screen, as always, on playback. I think everyone knows how to do it now. Let's get it in. Get our guy. You know, he's been batting leadoff most of the season, but, you know, it's good to have a consistent leadoff hitter. Our guy, uh, our guy Gabe Kapler is wrong with the mix and match. Sometimes you need a consistent lineup. Don't talk about. And so we're gonna lead off with Giosa. What's up, man? Yeah, what's up, guys? So my <laughs> ticket, Chris Paul, has always been a blight to society, a blight to basketball, the NBA, and like since day one, I've been saying he sucks, he's a tyrant, and he must go. That's my take. Geos is like that that meme um the guy who uh you know uh showing up to a tater's funeral he's the best i'm trying to pull it up right now this is he's gonna be so excited if chris paul gets traded not even a question in my mind this is gonna be this is gonna be geosa if chris paul gets traded he's just gonna be like you know this uh this guy you know pop it up you go there we go <laughs> well, we'll keep him moving. We'll keep moving. He just he came in. He came in short and sweet with the you know. I gotta just let you know. I'm not my guy. <laughs> I love it. I love the energy. I respect it. That the man has been nothing but consistent yes, all sir. year. He did, when the trade happened, he's like, nope, not into it. When I tried to talk you into it for four months, he's like, I'm not listening to a word you're saying. Nope. And the minute they play well without him, he's like. I told you I'm out I'm back, baby. <laughs> I'm back, baby. Tanish, what's up, man? What's up, brother? Hey, what's up? How are you guys doing? Good, good, good. How are you? Good. I'm good. Uh, I mean, hey, we finally got a win. <laughs> um, I, and honestly, I can't, I can't lie. I, I low-key agree with Jelsa. Like, for the first time this entire season, I saw pace. I saw Draymond get a stop and run the ball down the court. And... Yeah, yeah, Clay missed like five open shots in transition, but it was nice to see that pace back into it. And I think I, it got a lot of our players like into rhythm. Um, so my question, question is personally, like, what, what's, what's your favorite 
trade market acquisition this time? And is it for CP3? Or are you guys still on the trade like, trade wings for bandwagon? Because honestly, like I think I think we gotta get rid of CP3, one or two of the young young players and get like a Siaka, a Markinen, something like that. And I think it's the chip. Honestly, I don't think anything behind. One win, we're back, baby. One win, one I trade. Love- one win, one trade, and we're back. Yes, yes. Well, yeah, I got you. I got you. So, so I think we all agree the the trade has to be for a front court player. Yes, it's Zach Levine. Maybe yeah. he's better than Clay. Maybe he's not, but I don't think it's actually making a difference. It's certainly not worth it. It's it's got to be for a guy like Siakam, Lowry, Markinen. They're different players, but they're they're clearly front court players uh, because. The biggest problem this team has is their two best front court players are non-scorers, yeah. Draymond and Looney. So you need someone who mixes with them because the beauty of someone like Siakam is Siakam and Draymond, yeah, it kind of works. Siakam and Looney, yeah, it kind of works. You can like mix and match. It's pretty nice, right? Um, so I think that's what they need to go for. And here's where I will differ from you. I, I know Andy doesn't agree with me, but here's where I dis- disagree with you. Uh, while it would be nice for for Chris Paul to be the piece that gets it, I'm comfortable with any of it. I think that they have so much wing depth, they can generally be okay with any of their wing depth being gone if it clears up the front court for the right player. That does not mean that's my first choice. That just means push come to shove. You know, like, like that. That's kind of where I'm at with it. A little bit. Um, but yeah, I, I think like perfect world, they're moving uh, the uh, the corporal for for a guy who's like nine to ten, 10 inches taller than him, probably. Actually, in a couple years, he's like 5'10, like, like a foot taller than him. Let's be real. Um, <laughs> Pasco Siakam, I mean, you already yeah. answered your own question, is, is really the only guy I think on the market tradable that I yeah. think makes this team a, a championship team right now, right now it's pretty clear. They're not We're, Man, through 20. He's going to give it to us, like, give him to us though. Yeah, the, uh, like, well, 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 we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. You know, he is, he is a free agent after this. Like he hasn't signed anything. I don't know if they've tried to trade him or not. I feel it seems like they've had, they've tried to trade him in the past. I think there's a pretty, pretty good chance i mean they looked at trading him last trade deadline they looked at trading og Ananobi last trade deadline same thing but yeah. i don't know masai jerry's kind of a i mean yeah but he like he's a wild card he, he yeah. off too, right? he like, like for nothing he, he's kind of a they call him like a bad faith negotiator yeah. you know it's just he's just someone they just get in the negotiation room and you know they'll tell you one thing on one hand and they'll just walk out the door and nothing gets done yeah. you know what i mean i mean masai's the dude who just throws bullshit fan offers to your fantasy league you know he's Andy, Andy's got Ma, Andy's yeah. got Mahomes on his team, and he's throwing Jared Goff and Devonte Smith. You know, he's like three, like two the, for one, two for one. You know, two for I mean, one. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to start a wide receiver, a good quarterback. You're good. You know? Although, although this season, Goff and Devonte for yeah, Mahomes yeah. is not a bad, not a bad. No, that's, that's, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that's, that's that's not the best analogy. Maybe, maybe more of a um, you know, offering you thirty. Uh, uh, a birdie. birdie. <laughs> Who's been the best fantasy quarterback? Dak. I mean, Dak played tonight. I have Dak. Dak's been awesome this season. But uh, he's been, yeah. But anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll keep Appreciate it. you, Tanish. Appreciate you, Tanish. He's always so happy. You know, I, I just, I love, you know, you can tell he's young because he's always so happy. Unlike, unlike me. 
<laughs> Although I am very happy tonight. Ebony, what's up? Nothing much, boys. Just uh, chilling off a win with no wigs. It, it was pretty satisfying, I'm not going to lie. Last, I remember you. I remember. <laughs> yeah, I'm just so couple of things it felt like the kids were playing for Wiggins minutes like they wanted to like prove a point that's what this game felt like and so I know Steve Kerr won't do it because he has some weird obsession with Wiggins starting but like would it be possible if he starts moody and brings starts moody and pods the chat's gonna hate this but starts moody and pods and brings clay and wiggins off the bench for the sake of pure energy to start the game because those two dudes don't have any so i'm curious or they don't have none but you know it looks rough no i start. know where you're going with it it's i mean i'm i'm with you on this one uh, it's very clear he wants to protect the veterans a little bit. And, and like, we all know he's not going to do it, right? Like, he's not going to do it off the bat. But, it do, like, Andy, I want to ask you this. Does it sometimes feel like Clay and Wiggins are too similar with, like, having a laid-back approach? Ooh, I like that one. I, I think that's I, I think what when she says the energy part, I, that's where it hit. For me, that that's the energy part, right? Same, and that that's the thing with Clay and Wiggins. Who, I again, I think they're still that they're better than Pajemski and Moody. But if you're talking about these micro moments within games where Clay and Wiggins are struggling, and you just watch Pajemski go in there, and he's just he's just drawing charges on James Harden in the backcourt. Moses Moody got a huge freaking offensive rebound tonight that got Clay a jump shot that on got the him floor. Going. Right, like that, that type crazy. of stuff is is huge. Right, it's it's unbelievable, and I I think you can even throw in Chase Jackson Davis when he when he's gotten to play this season, he's been super energetic. I think that's just the type of stuff you need consistently. I don't I don't think that's something the Warriors have had all season. So I think you're right. Hear, hear me out on this. So I don't know. I don't think Chris Paul really has much trade value. I mean, not. he pretty much like jogged up the floor and got injured. I'm not sure what happened there, but literally looked up and dude was walking to the back. Anyways, so what happens happens when you're close to 40. (laughs) So my question is, do we leave the starting lineup the way it is and then just bring pods off the bench and wave Kojo? Because every time Andy freaking tweeted, why (laughs) is he on the court? I wish... I wish the retweet button was bigger because <laughs> it hurts. The dude doesn't shoot. And when he does, it hits like the side of the, not the side of the backboard, but like that one uh, ball that Curry threw up and it hit like the side of the rim, not even the rim. It just hit the backboard. It's impressive. That's every shot that he throws up. So it's like, do we just wave him and then move CP? to like the third string like garbage minutes and like you know dire situations because it's like he has no speed no pace or anything so it's like what what can we do with like i don't know i think at this point it's all about energy and if they have energy 
throughout the game, especially the third quarter where they almost blew the lead again. I literally started sweating. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> does the energy, like, does that change, like, how this team looks in the long run? But that's my that's my last question. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, y'all have a good one. Appreciate, Appreciate the call. I mean, I think it speaks to the larger point, which is they do have a lot of players. It might make sense to just consolidate some players for better fit at a certain point. Yep. Uh, and we get, we're going we're gonna to be playing with that trade machine for another two months, buddy. <laughs> uh, let me let me talk KJ. Uh, KJ. Shout out KJ. Shout out to, to Kevin Jones, our guy. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, I don't want to talk Kojo for 30 seconds because she, she brought him up. Um, Look, man, I, I don't think he played terrible today. I know I was exaggerating on Twitter saying he played horrific. I, I, I know uh, being being embellished a little bit, he actually wasn't bad tonight. It's just he doesn't do anything. There's no – there's no. it's like, Sam, it's like when I play – I still play basketball, right, with a lot of my friends. We still play tournaments and stuff. I basically do what Kojo does. I'm not a threat, right? I just set screens. I play decent defense. I don't turn the ball over. I don't do anything wrong. I also don't do anything good. There's nothing I'm doing out there that's changing the game. It's just, it's not fun, right? So it's just, I don't, I don't need him on the court. A lot of tipping, right? a lot of tipping the ball out. I, 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 hey, but look, I got us a defensive rebound. You know what I mean? Like I said, a great <laughs> screen. You know what I mean? So it's just like, he's fine. I get why Steve Kerr wants to play him in those situations, especially with pods, right? Just to make sure that, that he has another ball handler on the floor. He always tries to sneak three minutes in where pods and, and, uh, and, and Steph are playing at 21 years old. I assure you can play 35 minutes. I assure you he can. So it's just, it's just, he has an infatuated with infatuation with just your solid, no mistake veteran guard, right? He's always been like that. And I don't know. The Wanamaker. Yeah. Even, I mean, I would say Corey Joseph is better, right? Corey Joseph is better than Wanamaker. He's definitely better, but it's the, it's like the same school of, of course. I mean, of, even uh, Chris Paul is like the super roided version of that. I mean, if we're be- if we're being honest, that's that's where he's at at this stage of his career. It is crazy. He's, right. he's somehow like the uh, the five right. ten Draymond and like the the like fancy Wanamaker, right? And so. and I actually think Chris Paul's played pretty well this season, which is yes. the crazy part. When he's been on the court, he's been actually good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think he's. I mean, he's obviously old and stuff, but he can still play. It's obvious. The Warriors. The Warriors would tell you. Let's get 10 games in a row of Draymond not getting kicked out of games and Chris Paul and tell me you don't have you have a problem with his role, you know, um, and, and you know, you know, the problem is I can't really push back on that. Well, I, I would just be like, you know, you're right. It would be nice if I got 10 straight games of Draymond without getting kicked out. So but but I would say. I would say this though, Sam. If if you know when you're talking to the Warriors front office, I would push back for you to them. <laughs> I would push back and say, "Stop." They would win a lot of regular season games, but they're not winning you a championship. Is that not the point of this team? Right. Well, the here's 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 a here's a the the pushback. Okay, Draymond gets suspended for five games. Okay, mm-hmm. yep. they went two and three. What do they go if they don't have Chris Paul? One and four, oh and five. Wow, it's like I mean, I guess you could say if they had Jordan Poole, they'd probably go two and three, and then it's just a more ugly two and three. Like he gets hot for two games, and then the three games are really ugly. So maybe it doesn't make a difference, but I don't know. It's I just think I just think the goal of the team is to win it all, and if you're trying to build a regular season team. I definitely agree that that they'd win a lot of games with, with those guys on the court. And, you know, them being on the court is actually a problem in itself. Like, we knew CP2 was going to get hurt. 
Nobody's sitting here thinking that CP3 is going to play 80 games this season. We knew he was going to only play like 64, right? I don't know, man. How are you going to win a championship with that? Hey, whatever, whatever. Tonight has been a good win. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. I won't do the same Chris Paul argument that we've done <laughs> for like three months. I mean, I don't even disagree with you. I just like... Hmm, we'll see. It'd be nice. If, it'd be nice if they won a lot of regular season games. Though it'd be nice for you and I too. It would be. It like I would love to see three wins in a row before we <laughs> we get into this stuff a little bit before championship. <laughs> That's a nice AV right there from from Shirley. You're muted. I think you're gone. Also, I guess we're. I guess you're gone. We got a lot we got of Ken. We got a guy Ken up here. Ken's been waiting patiently, throwing up trade requests in the chat. That's what I like to see. That's what I like to see. Oh, no. Did we lose? Hey, guys. Can you hear me? Ah, beautiful. Yeah, we got you. What's up, Ken? I got to show you this killer shirt. Look at that. (laughs) What year is that? 2014? Champions. I can't read it. My belly's too big. Hey, Ken, how how are you celebrating when the Giants get a Shohei Otani? How are you celebrating? I'm it's sorry, say happen- that again. It's not happening. How are you celebrating when the Warriors get Shohei Otani? I mean, when the Gi- when the Giants, sorry, when the Giants, when the Giants get Shohei Otani, how are you celebrating? Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I'm an A's fan. Oh, except fuck not- those guys. So I just someone gave me the shirt, and I'm happy that the Giants are winning. But uh, good for you. I'm really an A's fan. Good for you. Fair enough. <laughs> my guy, my guy, can. I was gonna say. <laughs> I'm not, I, I will he not put on the He should have slid. He should have slid. Yes, he should have. Um, not ready to relive it. Anyway. <laughs> so we don't trade Corey Joseph because if they trade Chris Paul, we're going to be glad Corey's on the, on the roster. True. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's a fair point. Um, I think what today, the big lesson from today is not – we can win without Chris. We can win without Wiggins. It's thank you, Steve Kerr, for pulling your head out of your ass and using the roster the way it was intended to be used this year. Now just do that 70 more times. And then 63. if he uses this roster this way for the next 20 games, then we know what we need to do. We don't know what we need to do yet because the roster hasn't been used correctly this whole fucking season until tonight. And even tonight, there were things he could have done. He could have played Trace for four or five minutes each half, just four or five minutes each half. And then that keeps the wear and tear on Draymond and uh, Looney down. Looney looks bad, but maybe he's just tired, you know? That's all I got. A lot of other people have a lot of great points, so I'll get out of your guys' hair. Love you guys. Ken, appreciate it. I think that's actually the call of the night. I think he's I think he's correct. Literally, just use the roster the best you can, and then we'll know exactly how aggressive you need to be at the trade deadline. You know? Pretty simple. Do your work, and then we'll know what you need. You know? I can't believe Steve Kirk came out uh on multiple radio shows and then a presser saying that he should have played Moses Moody at the end of that game. I thought that think, was the funniest thing. Do you think do you think he got he got told from the higher ups that Oh. He, he, do you think? Do you think? Do you do, do you think they're mad at him? Of course. 
how would you feel if you're the front office and those are the decisions he makes with the roster you picked? <laughs> I, I'm, it's, it's, it's like, you know, it's debatable if you talk to him or you let it play out a little more, but you're not happy. 24 point lead. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, the OKC game, it reminds me of that OKC game as well, where you just, sometimes you got to micromanage a game, buddy, whatever. Mm -hmm. Keep it moving. Tachyon, all reliable. What's up? Enough of the cop talk. Enough of wanting to see if Trace Jackson Davis has better hands than James Wiseman. Enough of seeing Friend of the show, the other Esfandiari, talking about if there is another trade from 2021 about <laughs> Siakam to the Warriors. <laughs> I just everyone needs to take a breath and just appreciate what we have with this core right now. Steph, Dre, and Clay have been the greatest trio in NBA history. And if you want to talk about the Bulls, go ahead. I don't care. I don't have to see Scott and Pippen just have to co-please on this team. So I think it's all been a wonderful experience that the Warriors have some of the greatest competitors in the modern area who don't cheat the game, especially with the grifting that's been happening this entire season. Rest has just been god-awful, but that's another t- conversation for another day. But it, no matter what we see no matter how long this may last. I just want to say thank you to this core because I don't know how long I could watch another sports team just being frustrated with my giants, just being God awful <laughs> my entire lifetime. But that this has been the greatest dynasty of my lifetime. And probably I'll, it's probably going to be the only dynasty of Probably going to be the last dynasty in the NBA, personally, in, like, let's say 30 years, personally. That's my hottest take, personally. Wow. We'll see. Tasha, I appreciate you. Hey, call. We got to fire through a couple more. Yeah. Giants have sucked in his lifetime, so, damn, he must be young. (laughs) Wasn't that long ago they won a championship? Oh, wow, I saw three. All right. You guys hear me? Yeah, we're back. What's up, man? All right. Uh, first question: uh, What is even the biggest difference between the first half of the season and the second half? And second question: Sam, if you're really at these games, man, why aren't you, you know, at the the gatehouse in the back, flashing the Adonis Foil jersey, the the Troy Murphy jersey? <laughs> we want to see proof. We need to record on the DVRs. Oh, I appreciate it. A wizard who's seen the first half and the back half, huh? Andy, I'll let you take that. Wait, uh, wait, hold on. What does he mean by that? Like, does he mean by like the, uh, the first, first ten games or the second ten games or like the first half of the game? I, I'm not. I'm not sure. By the way, if people want to see you at the games, you just you just uh, just look right next to Lake Up. That's where you're at. Right, right, <laughs> right next to him. Um, I'm still not understanding the question. The difference between the first half of the season and the second half of the season. I'm still not understanding it. Right. I just. I, 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 is it is it pre or post trade deadline? Is that what we're getting at? I'm not Sam. Maybe help me out here. I don't know. Maybe I'm misunderstanding. Yeah, I don't know. I'm lost. I'm sorry, Charlie. I would love to answer it, but 
I'm not sure what he means. I, I'm, I'm, I, I just want to throw this out there. I'm a non-Jersey at a game guy. I don't think I've worn it. Oh, show's come back up. We're going back. All right. I mean, like, the first, what is it? We were 6-2 and two or something. Six oh, and okay, okay, okay. And then okay. after that, it was just like, at first we were like, oh, man, here we go. We're, we're here. I we're see back. what you're saying. God, and I now it's saying. like, oh, God, God, the world's on fire. Well, I, if you the first eight games, I, they were six and two. But to me, it, it felt like a little bit of a, a fraudulent six and two, though. Right. It, it felt like a little bit of, well, you had to go in and you had to you barely beat Detroit. Remember how angry I was after that game? People gave me a bunch of shit for that. But I'm like, that's not that's not a winning team's win. I mean, like, sure, that's a win, but it's not great. You, you barely win at home. Uh, you win on the road. You barely beat OKC on the road or barely beat OKC without Shea Gilgis-Alexander, right? And so just a lot of those games to me were super close against teams that were missing guys. So I just – I wasn't that impressed. And so then when you got guys that were all that were all out, that were all ended up getting suspended, things that we were – that were pretty obvious. Like Draymond's not his first time getting suspended. That's not something that is all of a sudden not going to happen the rest of the season, right? And then you've got guys who struggle. Those guys are still struggling. Through 20 games. Wiggins couldn't play tonight because he freaking sprained his finger on a car door. Come on, man. Let's be let's be serious. So I just I, I just I wasn't bought in. I'm still not bought in, but I don't know. Like Sam said, I'm sure they'll tell you that if we get everyone healthy for 20 games, we'll be fine. But I don't know. When are you gonna get that? My pushback would be when are you gonna get that to happen? These guys are old. Yeah. I mean, I want to I don't know if I want to give them more time, but believe is what i want to do sam i want to believe (laughs) no i want rooting for them to fail man i want to believe but how i feel is that they're not they're not real but we'll see that's fair maybe maybe pods will be the guy maybe that'll be like the the guy you know maybe that'll be the guy connor what's up man certainly seems that yo what's good how's it going what's up brother good uh, I have a couple quick points. Um, the first being, uh, I know a lot of people talk about Chris Paul and the pace issue, about how slow he plays, but I think the strongest case for getting rid of him is the fact that you have to make a ton of concessions because of his stature in the league that you might not have to with other players. Um, and then the second point is, with Kaminga, I feel like it's a weird case. It, he reminds me a little bit of Harrison Barnes in the sense that I think if he stays on this team, he has to con- he has to be in the starting lineup because I just don't feel like him being a part of like the bench unit maximizes his talent. I-, I don't know if you guys agree with that, but I just feel like if Kaminga stays, he has to be a starter or else he has to be traded. I like that one. I like that. Oh, I like that take because I've I've been saying that the whole time. I agree with it. So you're hitting all my my <laughs> buttons here, which is um you want to be a role player. I think you can get him to defend and do other things, but he He's wasted coming off the bench. His best role is playing uh, around Steph, around Draymond, using his athleticism in the starting lineup. Um, I, I like that. I like that comp in general. You kind of saw it a little tonight. He didn't start, but you saw when he feels like he has more freedom, you get more out of him. Now, at some point, you'd like him to just play without those sort of things, but that's also life a little bit too. So sometimes you got to put a guy in a better position. That is also life. He was really good defensively tonight. Still would like him to cut off ball to the rim more instead of, uh, instead of shooting a three, but anyway, we, you know, we got one here. Yeah, for sure. All right, Connor. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Play.
play Steve real quick here. It was great. He didn't foul, you know, not one foul. Um, and he's out there guarding Kawhi and Paul George, and, you know, really tough matchups. And uh, we used his athleticism, had five rebounds in the first half, uh, dove to the rim, and then took the, the three when it was there. The, the game just felt uh, really clean um, to me for JK. Like it just, he kept it simple. And that's what we've been harping on. And very happy for him because uh, JK is a great young guy. Um, you know, he wants this so bad, but he, he gets frustrated at times, like a lot of young players. And um, things haven't gone his way lately, and he really stayed with it. So um, the approach paid off, and I'm really happy for him. Well, there you go. I mean, at least he's calling it out a little bit. Yeah, shocking. Got frustrated, was kind of down on himself a little bit. So so we're going to call that the geriatric bowl that we won tonight? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the guy who... I tweaked my back at the gym today. I'm the same age as Clay, so one sympathizes. Deadlift? Squats. Even worse. Uh, how much yeah. weight? Not a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, first time, the first time I tweaked my back in the gym was doing shrugs, which is so much more embarrassing. Dude, that's way worse. <sighs> that's that's way worse. That's way... Well, you have to do the waddle to the yoga mat. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just... Yeah, you're yeah. going home. I'm good, Johnny. Keypad, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's up, man? Not much. Um, so I, um, I think we're closer to the six and two team than we are. Like what the losing eight of the ten. Um, I think. I mean, I, I was a little bit behind on the Kings game, and so I kind of zipped through it, and like that was just good, absolutely brutal OKC game, brutal. Yep. Um, but I, I think one, it's just criminal that Moody was going to be out of the rotation. I think it's just like watching even today wasn't his best game, but like 13 points. Yeah. That board, I think that board on the ground kind of changed the game. I think it was, was the staff or clay with the two or three, um, kind of like just solidify, like prevented that run from going real downhill. Um, and I have, I think the most frustrating part is that I think the starting five work in the playoffs, but it's the regular season that we're talking about. And like, I think being able to like maximize lineups um, with like a Steph, Moody, Sarich, Wiggins, and Draymond, just for energy purposes. Just cause like in an 82 game season, is Clay gonna be diving for a ball? You know I mean? I'm 33, I blew out my back. You know what I mean? Like, am I gonna really just <laughs> yeah. bend over, go for knees and things like that? So I feel pretty good about like the team like in a playoff setting, but I just feel like in the regular season, it's just like small tweaks to, no, so I agree. to win games to get like the top six seed. I agree with you. Like the, the whole, like all the old guys in one lineup and all the young guys in another lineup doesn't make sense. It's like yeah. mix and match it a little bit. You know, you see it like pods was excellent tonight, but like part of it is just inserting his energy around some guys who aren't going to die for balls matters. That, that so. is, I mean, that is the one, I mean, we, a couple callers have brought us same thing. It's like, you just need dudes that want to treat a late November game. Like it's a playoff game. That Draymond doesn't want to do that. He can't because he probably will blow his back out with clay. Like his knees probably giving him <laughs> give, seriously. Like Steph, yeah. actually Steph's the guy. I and mean, we haven't talked about Steph at all tonight, but Steph's the guy. He's the guy that doesn't, he just can't go pick and roll all night. Every night he can one beat the Warriors by himself. 
in that first game, just by himself, Josh Okogie won that game. It's just like sometimes the, the Warriors have Josh Okogies in the form of Pods, in the form of Moody. Kaminga, you know, is trying that night. Same thing. Um, to your point about getting into top six seed, I'm doing a little standings watch for you guys. The Warriors are currently t- ranked 10th yeah. in the West. Yeah, 10th in the West. Yeah. Two, two games behind the Kings who are in sixth. Just yeah. a little standings watch for you. A little yeah. early. A little early. <laughs> I'll tell you, know. you know, 19 games. 19 games. And it's like, I don't really need to see TJD or pods in the playoffs like against LeBron and the Lakers. Where it's right. Like, there is some. But it's just like, I feel like it wouldn't be that hard to tell like the older guys like, hey, this is just like, just for minutes in the regular season of January, February to get you ready for the playoffs. Kind of what Pop did with Duncan, Ginobili. Yeah. Sure. Um, you know. That's Steve's and, job, uh, right? Tony. That's Steve's job. Steve's got to get him to buy in. I mean, that's that's why that's, that's why he's the coach. I mean, I don't think they're I don't think they have him the coach because he has freaking amazing X's and O's. <laughs> I don't think that's the case. He's not Spolster out there, right? Like that's his job is to convince Clay, like, yo, man, might be twenty eight minutes tonight, right? Because you're you're two fourteen and you're just you're not good. You're tired. Right? Yeah. Might might be moody time. Yeah. So I'm with you. I'm with you. Appreciate All you, right. man. Yeah. Take I'm care. Raving. Thanks, bro. Take care of that back. Oh, at the gym, at the gym. What has been my have worst you, injury at the gym? I have oh. done the, I have done the injure my back doing shrugs at the gym where you take, uh, how do you even do that? I don't know. It's not even well, possible. I wasn't proud of it. So that's, the I, I've had the, uh, I've had the, uh, and everybody will know this. Every dude will know this. That's listening is I've had the, um, the shoulder injury because I tried to bench too much. And so I, I ended yes. up like popping my elbow out when it when it's too much. It's like I probably shouldn't be going two oh five because I'm not that strong. But you know, I'm feeling good today. I wanna I wanna I wanna let out three reps, right? And I'm just like, fuck. And then you walk out and you're ego. You're not ego doing shit. Yeah. You never want to do an ego lift. No, um, it's for me, it's always been uh that was the weird one, but the other one's the more common, like squats or deadlift. Where you're not as warm yeah. as you think you are. Yeah. And you're little, you're like, you know, I could do a little more than this. And then you do it and you're like, no, I can't. And now I'm going to go ice this. <laughs> well, what it really is, heat it for an extended period of time. So. Well, I've got bad form in my squats too. So it's like, so it's like, oh, why, why is my groin kind of sore? It shouldn't be that sore after <laughs> to, after doing squats. But um, all right. Let's end it here. We'll get out of here. See you soon. We got to win. We're back Saturday.